Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. If you had a mullet, it would be out of business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> Sorry about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of the wife beater? Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. It's Brent and Landon, and this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Uh, that's right, Ashton. We are back with the regular version of the Dryline Farmer Podcast. Me, myself, and I, Brent Carlson, and as always, well, I guess we can't say as always. Sometimes, most of the time, sometimes. Landon Nolan. Landon, uh, I had a wild time at the co-op uh, annual convention last night. All of my family won door prizes. <laughs> and it wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with my nine-year-old boy being the ticket puller, but um, yeah, who was the one drawing the names? That damn, that damn ticket pulling man. That freaking pays a lot better than it used to. Hell, I think they gave him like a twenty spot. Pay, pays better than your dividend. I know that. Well, I can tell you what, man. That freaking half a cent bushel dividend, man. That don't pay for nothing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it was. Uh, we had our. I wonder how many fins and hens Danny's has cooked over the last. You know, I don't know what five decades. It's got to be a mountain of man. We got to get them. Wouldn't that be cool to get them as a sponsor, a proud sponsor? <laughs> Danny's fins and yeah. hens. God Almighty! They finally um, upgraded their truck, though. I noticed they had that brown UPS looking truck for years. With the, I mean, you would have thought they were freaking just cooking pure crystal meth in there. They got the that exhaust deal on the front, like over the top of the ho- of the cab and. Man, it is a freaking wagon. Like a that'd be the ultimate tailgate wagon. Just a catfish and fried chicken wagon you could take to the football games. That would be awesome. I would I would be all for it. I wish they had a freaking apartment in the back of that thing. <laughs> Who says they don't, man? Uh, can you? I can't imagine how greasy it must be on the inside. Unless they pressure washer that thing out after every co-op meeting they go to, uh, it's got to be record breaking grease in there because. I mean, I don't know how many pounds and pounds of oil they use, but it's got our gallons, but it's got to be in the hundreds just for one co-op meeting. They're pretty famous. They're pretty I wonder famous. how many co-op meetings they do. All of them. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. They got to do all well. Now, our phone, when we've got our local barbecue joint that does ours nowadays, I don't know. I think they might have used to done uh, the phone the phone um, annual annual meeting. Uh, fins they really? I think they might have, but um, we've got our local barbecue joint down there, down the road from Hereford, and uh, they do a pretty good job. So it's a, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. But uh, nonetheless, it's a uh, that that might I, that might be on my but I don't know if it's a bucket list thing. I just want to have one. I want to have a fins and hens frying wagon, man. I would have like that thing decked out like Dumb and Dumber's dog, man, just freaking hopping down the road. Like I mean, I'd have it colored up or something. I I would dress it up. Maybe make that exhaust still look like a nose or something, like sniffing like a line of meth or something. I don't know how it works, but 
You know, if this podcasting doesn't pan out, we can always we can always start a catering service. We could always go on the road. You know, mm-hmm. call it a what? It'd be what? Uh, st- sticks and stick. I don't know. <laughs> Thick sticks and rents. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's several. There's a few food trucks that come to Hereford nowadays. They got a what? One of those Brazilian steakhouse wagons, and then there's, yeah. of course there's a couple of burrito taco trucks that come into Hereford. I guess that's all you can think of, huh, Landon? <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> but um, I went to my first uh, uh, first trip at Burritos Plus yesterday. I'd never been there. Um, you serious? No, no, that was my first time. I had some tostadas. It was pretty nice. Uh, for everybody, the ninety nine percent of people that don't live in Hereford that listen to this thing, uh, this is just an old. It's probably what the size of a small house, and it used to be a grocery oh, store where they sold tobacco products to underage <laughs> kids, uh, underage high school kids, uh, years and years ago. Uh, yeah. But now it's just a little uh, Hispanic owned. Um, on you know side of the road well not side of the road but restaurant you go in there and it's just a little slice of mexico it's really good they have a big old menu and uh landon what do you get if you have a favorite thing you get there oh the breakfast combo is the best burrito oh just a just a burrito and a coffee or a or turpa uh, what are they called tripas tripas what's a tripa anyway i always want to is it better than a tupa is that a tripa i don't know what it is but not a tupa. No, I don't know. I always, I just get the burritos. I, I, I've never figured out what the plus is. Yeah. Oh, the plus, the plus, the plus comes uh, tomorrow morning. This is when the plus is. Yeah. 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 That's uh, that's certainly when the plus is. But uh, really, this is not what we're here to talk about today. We're we're here to talk about our opinion on some of the greatest sports fights over history. Now, not boxing or wrestling, but the uh, kind of the sideshow to all these sports uh, activities. You've got. Um, you know, you always got the big rivalries with the Yankees and the Red Sox or, you know, stuff like that. Michigan, Ohio State, that kind of stuff. Well, and, uh, you know, a lot of the best ones are really kind of in the professional sports. But um, we're talking about that today. Um, I could really probably do a whole episode just on the Fins and Hens wagon. But um, I guess I'll have to prepare that for next time. But uh, nonetheless, uh, before we go any further, Landon, where can we find you on social media? I'm on no Twitter, Landon 44 or at, not on. I was going to say, is that a new platform I hadn't heard about? You're <laughs> on NoTwitLandon44? Yeah. Is it NoTwitLandon44.com or what? Dot <laughs> org. Dot <laughs> net forward slash Creed Thoughts. And uh, that's right. So you can find him there and you can find me at Trader Brent. And of course, you can find us through the Global Ag Network. And also, we pop this baby out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Spotify, on SoundCloud and everything else and everywhere else that you can find that stuff. But um, So we're going to get into it here. We've got sports fights. Now, I've got to get a little intro music in here to um, kind of do a little segue. So here we go. It's time. Okay, Landon. Now, I know this is kind of more in your wheelhouse, so I'm going to let you start off with one of your favorites that you uh, just kind of got right off the top of your head. We've got the best sports fight, and Landon's going to start it off with for us. Well, I think starting off, since we're from Texas, and this guy's kind of a legend, and my brother was kind of backwards named after him, but not really. We have to start with the Nolan Ryan, oh, no kidding. Robin Ventura fight. Yeah. So set set the mood, Landon. August 24th. 1993. I don't know the exact date. It was 1993. <laughs> Supposedly, there were some tensions between the Rangers and the White Sox. I guess 
since we sucked and they were good. You know? Yeah. But anyway, so Nolan Ryan just drills Robin Ventura right in the back. And it so was and now it was definitely on purpose. I I would think so. Yeah. And so anyway, years earlier, like 13, 15 years earlier, Nolan Ryan hit Dave Winfield and just stood there and Dave Winfield came out and popped him. Yeah. And so he always he always said, if I get another fight, I'm not gonna take I'm, it. I'm gonna, yeah. gonna throw punches, you know. Right. So Rob and the and Robin Ventura is like 17 years younger than this guy. It's like a 26 year old versus a 43 year old. And so Robin Ventura takes off to the mound and he even admits like he gets halfway to the mound and he just kind of asks himself like, what the bleep am I doing? Oh. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> what? So he like, so when he gets there, he just kind of goes numb. No one Ryan gets him in a headlock. And yeah. He just starts freaking welling on him. And, yeah. Uh, the the best part about the YouTube video is it's White Sox announcers. So they're like. They're like trying to make it sound like Robin Ventura wins this fight. He just totally gets his ass beat. Right. And so finally they're like, well, the catcher's holding him. There's four guys holding him. There's like nobody around. And then he's like, oh, but look, he took Nolan Ryan down after like the 24th guy piles on him. And they yeah. All fall. It's freaking awesome. So I'm watching, uh, I'm watching the, so somebody put in the old 1950s Batman, uh, pow, bam, clang deals in it. It's pretty good. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> So you said Ventura was a whole lot o- older than Ryan? No, younger. Oh, younger. younger. Oh, here we go. Ryan, 46, and Robin Ventura, 20 years his junior. So he was yeah, 26. 26. Yeah, 46 and 26. Yeah. Uh, but the best part of this video is if you watch the whole thing, like Bo Jackson's in the middle just like holding guys apart and like everybody's just like well-behaved around Bo Jackson because they're all just scared, scared to death. He's <laughs> going to freaking just roll them up in a ball. Yeah. Yeah, he's just... He's just breaking up the fights left and right. Yeah, so that's I mean that's that's a pretty well known that's a pretty well known fight. But the the footage is I mean it's legendary. It'll always stand the test of time as and, far as you know plunking a guy. And my favorite part of this is is Robin Ventura gets ejected, but Nolan Ryan doesn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. I wonder is that a race thing or a, <laughs> I don't know, or is that an age thing? Yeah. Because how Nolan Ryan probably didn't play much past that, being forty six. He finished that season. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So he went out with a bang, to say the least. Yeah, right, man. I, so I'm watching like the screenshot of when he pitched. That dude's wind up, Nolan Ryan. I'm forty, and there's no way I could. I mean, his knee is almost touching his nose. It's so high. Yeah, yeah. If my knee ever went that high, then. I'd have to start wearing pull-ups. Yeah, I would definitely. You would see my asshole oozing down the bottom of my pants leg. Because I'd eat a whole lot less salad. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't want to cough anymore. I know that. Yeah, definitely no. not. So, no. uh, yeah, that's a. So I like this ESPN little. They have a screenshot of their tweet. It said, "On this date, Robin Matura made the ill-advised decision to fight Nolan Ryan." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, somebody said he's he's the only person to get seven hits off Nolan Ryan in one inning. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I don't know if you've listened um, on the radio, but uh, Nolan Ryan is a spokesman or does the commercial for. Well, yeah, of course it's Nolan Ryan Angus Beef, and like the whole commercial, he's narrating it, and it sounds like he's plugged up like something awful, especially <laughs> when you get to the end because it's like. Try Nolan Ryan Angus Beef. I mean, it's so <laughs> awful. I mean, he sounds like he's freaking straining down on one like the whole time during this commercial. Nolan Ryan Angus Beef. <laughs> it's like he's got a Nolan Ryan Angus Beef that's a little burrito plus for him. 
But um, better go pop him some Advil. <laughs> oh god, dude, it sounds does. It sounds like he's gonna pop a sphincter out. It really does. But um, okay, so yeah, that's one of the most famous. I mean, that everybody that comes to mind right at the top of the bat. But um, I'm over here now on the Bleacher um, Bleacher Report, and um, one of the the few they have is the first one here is the Malice at the Palace. Now you're an yeah. NBA guy, Landon, and even I. Only reason I know about this one is because I was listening to Jim Rome and he was talking about it and Ron Artest. I I was in college. I remember when it happened. It was a yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. So yeah. Now he was a Pacer. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was late late in the game and he got he got fouled real hard. There's no, there's two security officers in the whole building. From what I've I've read on this, they had like a ten year deal on it a few years ago. And so Ron Artest is like, they're trying to sort out all these technical fouls. So Ron Artest is like laying on the scores table. Well, somebody throws a beer on him. Uh, right. <laughs> from the stand. So he goes up and just starts beating the hell out of the guy. Completely wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's guy. right. It was. That's right. It was the wrong guy. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a mess. There's one part where these, these two Hispanic guys come down to like fight one player and one of them just gets freaking waylaid. Yeah. And just gets knocked out. Yeah. Now, is he is he the guy that changed his name to Meta World Peace? Yes, Ron Artest is yeah. the Meta World Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's probably he's not playing anymore. He's probably wait. No, yeah, he retired, retired a long time ago. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was pretty young when that happened. He was pretty big. Pretty young. Oh, pretty young. Okay. Yeah. Now he was. Uh, I mean, he was pretty successful, wasn't he? He was good that year. Yeah, they were supposed to. They were they were kind of favored to kind of go to the finals, and he got suspended the rest of the year. Well, I mean, he had a pretty solid career overall, didn't he, or did he not? Yeah, decent, decent, yeah. But yeah. he got Trey. I think he went somewhere. Did he go to the Lakers? I can't remember. Yeah, he won a title with the Lakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's one I always remember. Now, going down here to the next one here, we've got a little college football, and this is the Miami versus, I guess that's Florida International University. And <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. Uh, the story goes here, said a, Mi- a Miami point-after attempt started this fight between one football powerhouse and another no-name school. So two guys engaged in a sort of wrestling, which led to a free-for-all between the sides, which eventually accumulated in 13 penalties and an unheard-of 31 suspensions. <laughs> the fight took place during the first meeting between the schools and now will forever live on the history of both schools. Is this the game, Landon? And te- I would think you might know this. There was a game, and I think it's this one, where one of the uh, announcers on the one of the TV guys was like, "When you bring that business into here, you know you you better get your butt, in a, you know, get your behind in a in a ringer or something like that." Like he was cheering on the. T- I guess I don't know if his is alma mater or what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, no, but he's like, "You bring that I, stuff I in here, you're going to get." <laughs> he said, "You bring that stuff in here, you're going to get your behind whooped." Is what he said. I mean, he was rooting oh, his wow. stuff on, you know. And I'm not sure if it seems like this is the game that that happened, but hey, uh, we, we actually played them in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we play who? Oh, FIU. Florida International. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we Texas Tech has got a uh, yeah. Is that our first game? I b- I believe it is. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So uh, so in 2026, when we join the Lone Star Conference with Lubbock Christian and WTA and M University. I guess we better live it up while we're living it now, huh? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a. Uh, I need to get some footage on that one. But uh, so moving on to uh, back into baseball. 
They've got a Giants-Dodgers fight, and uh, this is catcher Johnny Roseboro accidentally, it says, threw a ball at Juan Maracal, and that transpired into a big fight, big injury, and a big oh, moment. This, was this, yeah, one, one Marischal? Was yeah, this one like Marischal. This is where, he, and then Marischal smacked Roseboro in the head, yeah, opening he a gash and charged the mound. Yeah, the the catcher. I think the catcher, if I remember this right, filed like a like a law, like a huge lawsuit against him, and they like had to settle it out of court. Let's let's search catcher Joni Roseboro. So we're gonna go over to his wiki Wikipedia page. Oh, he's yeah, he's guys. died. This is I guess this is several years ago. Let's see, Marshall incident. Marshall, yeah, sorry. So this guy was pretty good. He's six-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion, and two-time Gold Glove. Uh, so yeah, he played in the freaking uh, '60s and or '50s and '60s. So this is a long time ago, but it stands the test of time. So he was involved in a major altercation with Juan Marichal during a game between the Dodgers and Giants in '65. Uh, they had a heated rivalry. Okay, so he came to bat in the third inning expecting, dang, Sandy Koufax? Yeah. He oh, knew, that was the manager. He, okay. No, Sandy Koufax was a pitcher. He was still pitching? Oh, okay. Yeah. He startled. He was startled when, when Roseboro's return throw to Koufax after the second pitch either brushed his ear or came close enough to, for him to feel the breeze of the ball. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. When Marshall confronted Roseboro about the proximity of his throw, Roseboro came out of his crouch with his fist clenched. Marshall afterwards stated that he thought Roseboro was about to attack him and raised his bat, striking Roseboro at least twice over the head with it, opening mm-hmm. a two-inch gash that sent blood flowing down the catcher's face and required 14 stitches. Koufax raced in from the mound to attempt to separate them and was joined by the umpire's players and coaches from both teams. Yeah, there's like another wow. player that runs in with a bat too. It's pretty crazy. Oh, I thought it. I thought it meant he hit him, gashed his head open with a ball. Oh, okay. Not with a bat. Oh, uh, with a bat. So he filed a hundred and ten thousand dollar damage suit against yeah. Marshall one week after the incident, but settled out of court for seventy five hundred dollars. Of course, that was back in nineteen sixty five. So heck, that's probably like a billion dollars in today's money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like double the salary. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, so uh, while we're while we're on baseball, I guess we got to talk about the Rugnet Odor fight. Oh right? yeah, got to do Rugnet versus Bautista. You want go ahead and take that one. No, you go ahead, Brent. Okay. What are, what are, what are I saw it happen. Brent? I saw it happen live on television. Now it would have been one thing if the Rangers were relevant at the time, but um. Bautista, I don't know if he's universally hated by uh, sports fans that weren't Toronto Blue Jay fans, but I know for a fact he was hated by several Ranger fans in the, you know, in the Rangers sports organization and fandom. But um, hated by everybody. Yeah, he looks like a dick. But um, I forgot where he got traded to. Maybe doesn't matter. He's done doesn't now. matter. Anyway, uh, so. Odor was catching for second, or catching second base. He's playing second base, and um, I don't, I can't remember if Bautista was trying to come in for a steal from first, or he was trying to make he a was double. Trying to break up a double play. Trying to break yeah. up a double play. That's what it was. And so Bautista, and I think, I think this was after they really made a, the big rule about sliding into second. But um, they just hit him. I mean, they 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 beamed him pretty good. Yeah, to get him on first. Oh, okay. Well, but whatever the case, that I mean, they made a rule about sliding into second, and if you were, you know, accused, or I mean, I guess they decided that you 
Because, I mean, who was it that slid in, got slid into and they, like, just absolutely severed their ankle? Broke that dude's leg, yeah. That was yeah. All, uh, I can't remember his name right now. He used to play for the Phillies, but he was on the Dodgers then. Yeah. Yeah, but, he, he slid in bad. I mean, yeah, bad it was like, a bad slide. Rugnador had to jump over him. And then, of course, you can't really hear any talking back and forth, but Rugnador throws the ball to first. I don't know if they make it the double play or not, but whatever the case, they start bowing up to each other, and I guess Bautista says something, and Rugnador just jacks back a right and takes a cross straight. I mean, makes some of the best contact you've ever seen. Probably That's probably the best contact he made with anything that year, Rugnador. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with a, with because, a 205 average. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had a but, he was batting a thousand with Jose Bautista. Yeah. What the what the announcer say? He goes, Bautista had four hits today, and one of them was on defense. <laughs> yeah, right. I know it. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> probably the most the most solid solidly landed punch in freaking yeah. other than boxing history. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't even a sucker punch. I mean, Bautista was looking at him, and he just cocks yeah. back that right arm and just goes a straight cross across. I mean, you. Even at live, you saw it in slow motion. You could see mm-hmm. his cheeks just like buckle together and the skin wrinkling. And helmet can fly off. Yeah, so spits cute. coming out. It's just, it's a really a beautiful <laughs> thing to watch. And he started screaming for Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adrian Beltre comes over and tries to hug him. And then Jose Bautista tries to touch the top of his head. Adrian Beltre hits his other other cheek. So it's a, and then Elvis Andrews standing over there laughing about it. So, you know, it's, right. a, it's a whole scene, man. But um, it's one of the it's one of the last things that the Rangers have had to cheer about over the last five years. So, um, and of course, now Odor is a Yankee, and I think he's actually hitting a little better now. But um, yeah, so is Gallo. So pretty much every Ranger is a Yankee now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To share uh, a Rod, <laughs> I mean, you name it. We had uh, Texas Rangers had him, and now they just decided, no, you go play good at the Yankees. But um, yeah, it's uh that was a very, very fun fight to watch because I was live. I was watching it live. So, yeah, it was a pretty good time. All right, Landy, you got what do you got next? Oh, what was the one? It was the Texans receiver, Andre Johnson. Him and, uh, oh, what was that guy's name? I'll have to look that one up. That Andre 3000? Oh. Let me find that video. Andre, Andre Johnson. Johnson, football wide receiver. Fight. Andre, Andre Johnson. Johnson versus Cortland Finnegan. Cortland Finnegan, there you go. All right, here we go. Andre Johnson, the name of this, the title of this article is Andre Johnson beating up Cortland Finnegan never gets old. <laughs> so this must have been a long time ago because even this story about it not being old is, oh, no, no, 2020. I thought it said 2010. So this is from fanbuzz.com. And, uh, oh. Landon, you need to turn off your OnlyFans subscription. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've really they've really slowed me down since they can't do the sexually explicit stuff. Yeah. That that's <laughs> like isn't that like Playboy like not having any <laughs> only words? Said so he says, I, I remember know. a teammate growing up with a bad temper. We all know someone like this, but this kid really couldn't keep his cool. A random football practice would turn ugly as he'd pout, whine, and start a wrestling match just because he felt like it. But I'll never forget what our coach, the late great Dave Carnahan, said to him in his raspy, hoarse coach's voice. Hey, dumbass, why in the hell would you punch someone with a helmet on? <laughs> so, um, when Odell Beckham Jr. and Josh Norman fought each other in week 15, they combined for five personal fouls, multiple jabs, and haymakers to each other's helmets. 
and a one-game suspension for Beckham. Uh, okay, moving on forward here. Brent, you're going to have to look up this Andre Johnson fight and give us a play-by-play of it. Okay. <laughs> so here, no, no, that's the Odell Beckham one. Let me go. Okay, here we go. I, who's the guy with the real famous that calls the football games with the real famous voice? Um, John Madden. No, he's on right now, or he does TV. Yeah, um, Al Michaels. No, no, none of those guys. Um, I'll think about it in a minute. But uh, let's see. Okay, we're gonna go back to the videos here. So well, here we go. Highlights. And it's no, not Chris Matthews either, or no, um, what's his Chris name? Chris Collingsworth. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, oh, Joe Buck. <laughs> yeah, Joe Buck. He's a legend. Okay, here we go. We're going to skip through. Skipping. Skipping. Oh, here we go. Okay, so he throws the ball to Johnson. And what's his name? Finnegan throws him down. Just kind of a regular old throw down. Oh, no, we're still... Do we need to get to the... Are you watching the 10-minute video? Yeah. Let me skip down to... You have to get to about the... Eighth uh, minute. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I, I did never understand that, why somebody would hit somebody with a helmet on. Well, so, oh, so here we are during the play. John, he's Andre Johnson's just getting into their block. It's, it's a, away from the play action is what it is. And so now during this handoff play, um, handed off, and now I think this is, oh, oh, so Finnegan was on the ground, and Johnson just starts waylaying him on the back of his head, and now they're talking junk from between first <laughs> first down markers. But that's really all it says. Uh, now that coach is, who's that co Oh, no, 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 they got back together. Who was the coach of the Titans with the mullet? Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher, yeah. So it cleared the benches and everything, and now Finnegan must be. Oh, now he's got a shoe off. <laughs> now it looks like everybody's doing a uh, yoga pose. They're all bending over and stuff. And anyway, so yeah, it's kind of a um, not it's really not the, the best fight, fight but... I've seen, but whatever the case, it, it was a fight nonetheless. So. Moving on here. Now, Golf Digest has some. Let's see if we can find a good one here. Here's uh, Jeff Van Gundy versus one size 18 Nike. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is the one I wanted to get to. So here's this is October 11th, 2003, Fenway Park, Boston. The fight card, a 72-year-old man versus gravity. <laughs> and this is from Golf Digest. It said, if there are two teams who cherish their hatred of each other more than the Red Sox and Yankees, good luck finding them. And while there have been some truly unforgettable scrums over the years, none can match Game 3 of the 03 ACLS, ALCS, when a 72-year-old manager bull-rushed the best pitcher of his era, some might say any era, in a benches-clearing brawl for the pre-YouTube ages. The optics of this one for Pedro, who tossed Don Zimmer aside like a sack of mashed potatoes, <laughs> were not good to say the least. But come on, Zimmer was already going down. You know it, I know it, even Don, may he rest in peace, knows it. As Pedro wrote in his 15 autobiography, all I did was help him fall faster. And even the most diehard Yank crank had to begrudgingly agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A 72-year-old manager charges the mound um, of one of the arguably best pitchers in the game at the time or even of all time. So, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> that sounds oh, like was, something Joe Biden would do, to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> he, he was Ooh. an excellent English manager. So, um, I guess, uh, let's see. That is, who did we say it was? It was, um, oh, Pedro. He, so, he, I guess he threw at somebody and um, Don, Don Zimmerton. <laughs> I got to see this guy run. Let's see if I can get this guy up here. Okay, now they're holding me back. There's a few F-bombs here. Okay, where's the old man? This this is going to be like the Joe Biden clip. Okay, where's he at? Where's he at? I'm sure he's got a jacket on. Yeah, that's Joe Biden coming after the Taliban. Oh, there he is. Oh, he just, he doesn't punch him. He just throws him to the ground. <laughs> so he he's on the ground, and so one of the cops starts just patting him on the back like a yeah. baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, what are you thinking, man? You try uh, to come after Pedro, yeah. Anyway, so it's pretty it's pretty impressive. So I mean, hockey fights that's just the game uh, anymore. I kind of hate to go over any of those, but um, I'm surprised that there's some sucker ones on here. Those guys was probably just all falling over without even getting touched. Yeah. So here's an or the orange ball. Oh no, yeah. Orange Bowl, Miami, Florida, Panthers v. Hurricanes. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's that. That's the one we already went over. Yeah, yeah FIU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's here's and I was looking at these the other day before my computer crapped out. Um, some uh, NASCAR fights. The fight card: Good Old Boy versus Good Old Boy. <laughs> Nineteen seventy nine, Daytona Beach, uh, Daytona International Speedway. So it says, remember that scene in Days of Thunder where Cole Trickle and Rowdy Burns? I mean, those could either be NASCAR drivers or team ropers. I guarantee you there's a thousand Coles and there's a thousand Rowdies that are, that are either healing or heading or ra- driving or NASCAR. But whatever the case, they both decide to race a pair of rental cars to a fancy lunch meeting, turning them into sheet metal pinballs while blasting across a pristine Florida bench in some sort of high-octane phallic measuring contest. I love the way these are written. <laughs> well, in 1979, Donnie Allison and Cale Yarbrough did it for real, wrecking each other on the last lap of the Great American Race because, as they later said, if they weren't going to win, like hell, the other, they were going to let the other one do it. It wasn't done there, however, with Donnie's brother Bobby and Ricky Bobby and Dobby Bobby and Robert Bob and Bob Billy Bob pulling up soon after after for some carnage of his own, going a few rounds with Yarbrough as NASCAR's first flag-to-flag TV audience watched on gobstopped. Uh, the, the fight would have gone on longer, but there was a taping of Dukes of Hazard that they had to get to. <laughs> and also Green Acres was in its final episodes. <laughs> uh, I added that last part. But um, whatever the case, really some good fights there in Pit Road. So, um, yeah, a lot of these are protected by, um, yeah, uh, copyrights. But the malice at the actual palace, so that's well, that's... That still falls in as one of the number one fights there. Landon, are you, are you thinking of anything else off the top of your head? There's one other one, it's probably not as well known, but it was a it was an Astros and I think an Expos fight in the early mid nineties. And okay. in the middle of it, it's like the whole both teams, and in the middle of it, Moises Alou for the Expos throws his helmet and like completely misses his target and hits the Astros manager, I can't think of his name right now, right in the face and like his teeth went through his upper lip so he's just i mean he's just bleeding that right under his nose oh so here's the footage um i don't know it looks like an anderson or something but he throws at the throws at his head takes the helmet off 
And so he just comes. No, the helmet stays on, actually. And, I mean, they just go to freaking laying haymakers down. And this is, of course, all on AstroTurf. So it, that's a pretty legit fight. Look up look up the Terry Collins takes a batting helmet directly to the face. He was uh, he was the manager of the Astros back then. Terry Collins gets hit. All right, takes a batting helmet directly to the face. Sweet. Okay, here we go. Oh no, this is I guess this is uh, the clip that got cut off. All right, come on now. Where's it at? Oh no, they're just doing still frames of it. Oh wow. Oh. That's pretty solid. I wouldn't think a helmet would do that much, but um, fight some baseball, man. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty legit to say the least. Uh, good thing these people aren't like ice skaters or something. So <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering. So it's it's funny because uh, the up next video is a clip from the movie Slapshot. Now, if you haven't seen Slapshot and the Slapshot, comma Hanson Brothers. Now that is one of the best sports movies of all time. I don't care who you are. I don't care what movies you've seen. Slapshot with Paul Newman is one of the best movies there is ever made about sports because I mean, it's the ultimate underdog movie, but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Those Hanson brothers, they get kicked. Don't they get kicked out of like every game they're in, but they yeah, get the crowd into they, it and they everything. Finally, they finally put them in and they're just like kicking ass. Did you know all three of those brothers played professional hockey? Two, two of them made it, made the NHL. Are they actual brothers? I believe so. Yes. Really? Wow. Is it, you sure it wasn't like the that that band Hanson's like dads and uncles? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were umbopping that place all over the place, man. <laughs> it was it was their fun uncles. <laughs> yeah, it was their the fun guy. Yeah, wasn't their creepy uncle? I guess the creepy uncles were the American version or something. But yeah, it's uh that was pretty interesting stuff. Well, uh, well, guys, we hope y'all have enjoyed a lot of those fights. Uh, there's just more than you can really fit in a uh, podcast episode, but um. And I, I think I may just have to uh, end this thing and go watch another edition of Slapshot uh, once again because man, that's some legit. If that, if only that movie was in HD. I mean, that's because it was released in 1977. Just, just an epic movie. So, um, yeah, it's not exactly on Blu-ray. <laughs> no, it's not exactly on Blu-ray or um, none of that stuff. 1080 DPI or whatever it's called. But um, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Um, hopefully, we'll keep on a regular schedule from now on. I think my my uh, computer's done updating for the time being and until into the next time um it'll probably be like windows 15 or something and it'll suck even more than it did already but uh whatever the case we'll uh we'll try to keep it on pace so landon be cool uh if you have any contact information for danny's fins and hens please send it out our way and um because i want that oh, wagon i want that wagon but guys until next time thanks for listening and we'll ask you What's out of the line? Are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.